get started all over. Your sacred, the stuff that gives your sacred purpose or sanctification. Sacred defines as connected with God or dedicated to a religious purpose. It is the action of being consecrated, hollow, holy, blessed, and sanctified. It makes free from sin. Sacred is being set apart for the service or worship of a deity to make productive or spiritual blessing. It's being denoted excludedly to one service or use for a purpose. God saved us for a purpose. Not for the purpose of us to just say, I'm saved. He saved us for a purpose of being sanctified and working in the kingdom. A Christian life is sacred and is a gift from God. You didn't set yourself apart. God set you apart. Which is to be respected and protected. You got to protect what God has given you. That's your job. It's your job to respect what God has given you. The teaching is called a sanctified life. As a vessel full of the Holy Ghost of God and prepared for God's use. And here is where we even got off is that we think that God did not make a purpose to use any of us. Just the preacher. But no, 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 you got to misunderstood. God's purpose was to use everybody that is saved and sanctified in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible teaches that we are created in his image. The Bible teaches that the God is holy. Therefore, God would expect that which is made in his image to be like him and also to act like him. God expects us to have a noticeable trace of godliness working in us. Now, the world is full of so much ungodliness, it will take those that believe in God to be set apart for exclusive work of God in them to save others. Nobody else is going to be saved unless they can see a reason in you to be saved. The power of God under salvation works in the lives of others or work in the life of those that who sanctified and move to a new way of life. And, and we have given sanctification or sanctified a bad name because we think it's all in the dressing. We think it's all in the acting. But no, it's all in the work. It's who you're working for. It's who you're living for. Amen. The Greek word for sanctified, and then I mess it up, you got, I'm going to give you the spelling of it, is Hagaio, which is H-A-G-I-A-Z-O. And it means to holler or to be holy. 
serve God. You might be rendering services, but it ain't to God. Amen. It's a form. They call it a form out of fashion. This type of separation is sanctification. Continual practicing of self-discipline. And here's where the church has a problem with is in self-discipline. Why you say that? Because guess what? It was not ever designed for the pastor to have to run behind you wherever you go to discipline you or to try to keep up with what you're doing from day to day. No, you're the one that's supposed to discipline yourself. You're supposed to be self-discipline, cleansing and purging from all the nature of sin. This work of grace helped the believer to be holy. Having the nature of God and reflecting the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'll say. For the will of God to be working in our life, and the more we know, the more cleaning up we need to do. To whom much is given, much is required. Amen? So, we got to do some clean up. We need to clean up uh, as we learn we need to do. Don't be satisfied with your everyday life without improvement in the kingdom of God. And you know, we at some point in time have got stuck in that rut. We don't look for improvement in the kingdom of God. We don't look for improvement in our spiritual wisdom and knowledge, we just want to be satisfied where we are. And we get into a spiritual rut. We are too satisfied in the natural improvements in life that, that we become of no use in the kingdom of God. You get so bent out on what you're doing naturally that God has no place in you to put you to work. Because you can't get your spiritual attention. At different times, we all have tried to make lifelong careers out of life accomplishments. There were times in the Bible, records where God even required material things to be sanctified. And his command, and you can write these scriptures down because we're not going to them. Such as the bread in 1 Samuel. Chapter 21 and verse 5. The tabernacle and its furniture. 
Set aside. 
check out you. Because guess what? You're supposed to have a certain amount of anointing uh, in your belief if you are sanctified in God. Everybody ain't going to accept what you say, but somebody will. Go to uh, John 17. I'm trying to get a little position here. Get position when I'm in somebody else's house. <laughs> John 17, verses 16 through 19. And the scripture says, They are not of the world. I'm going to bag up the 15. So you can get it. I pray that thou should take Shouldest take them out of the world, but thou that thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Let's, let, let, let's take a pause right there, if, if, if we may. That very passage of scriptures in 16th verse. Jesus said, they are not of the world even as I am not of the world. You can't be a double agent. You can't live a life still in the world and still call yourself saved. You can't live a life still in the world and then still think that you're doing the work for the Lord. No, you're doing that for yourself. Because he distinctly said, they are not of the world as I am not of the world. So you got to come out and not come some of the way out. We got to come all the way out. Did that make sense? So he said, sanctify them through the truth. But by word, it's true. So guess what? Your sanctification comes through your learning and teaching of the word of God when you apply it. Hearing it is one thing. Applying it is another. For God sent you the truth to change you. God sent the truth to set you aside so that you would know the truth because it was the truth that came to set you free. He said, thy word is true. And thou hast sent me into the world. Nor do you notice that they not of the world, but they were sent to the world. What do you mean? There are folks in the world that's got to be pulled out of darkness. Somebody got to have their Holy Ghost garment in order for somebody to 
light ain't shining bright. It's shining. It's doing like a neon sign. It's flicking on and off. Flicking on and off. We need a constant brightness that comes from the Holy Ghost. He said, even so have I also sent them into it. He said, as thou sent me into the world, even so I also sent them. Jesus ain't asking you to do nothing that he didn't do. You know, we got this over here, this old saying, uh, uh, don't, uh, do as I say and not as I, do as I say and not as I do. But Jesus is letting you know he ain't asking you to do nothing that he didn't do. He went into the world to save folks. It is the same mission that has been handed down to the church. If the mission that was handed down to the church is not in working order, who's going to be saved? Who's going to be able to make the coming of the Lord if the church don't prepare as many as want to be prepared. And for their sake, oh, listen there. And for their sake, I sanctify myself. I made an example for you. I let you know what it was going to have to be because I took partakers of it myself. I sanctified myself. Look at God saying, in the flesh, I sanctified myself so that you would know what you need to do in order to please God. That I sanctified myself that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. Huh? I am the way, the truth and the life. So guess what? That means that they had to be sanctified in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Not in religion, but in Christ. Not in denomination, but in Christ. Amen. And this one was an issue with the Jews of the disciples. Because the disciples were set aside from Jewish religion. They were set aside for the use of God through Jesus Christ. And that's why that the world was trapped in darkness and tried to kill the Savior of the world, the one that came to save them out of their religious way. Amen. You know, we get to doing something a certain way. It's hard for us to make change. We get to say, oh, this was working for me. Well, it may have been working for you. But if God calls for change, it don't work no more. You got to do something different. It's just like the world is constantly changing. Oh, the way we used to do things now, it's gone to a totally different level. Now, if we can't deal with the electronic part of it, guess what? We're going to be lost. And half the time, that's me. Because electronics are taking over. Amen. It, it, it's hard now to find places that uh, depend on the paper and the pencil. You not you got to even uh, do doctrines and uh, uh, docs in, 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 uh, in electronics now. He said, neither pray out there. Now, 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 check this one out. Because now, here's where it comes down, come down our line. This is what comes down our pipe. This is what comes to our table. 
this is what comes to our house. Neither pray our deeds alone, but for them also which believe on me through their word. So what do you believe? Are you believing the word of the apostles and the and the doctrine of the apostles and Jesus Christ to your sanctification? What are you truly believing? All of those that can't stand on the word of the apostles and the doctrine of the apostles and Jesus Christ, there is no room for them to be sanctified. Hmm. Just said Jesus didn't belong to the satanic world system. He prayed that believers do not belong. So what are you saying? We got to come out. We got to come out of doing what the unsaved do. We are to belong to the heavenly calling because of our new birth. You can't be born again and keep going back picking up your old birth. Come on now. Jesus prayed in a priestly hood robe for protection for his disciples. The second petition was for their sanctification. So a believer would be distinct from the world's sin and values and its goals. We got to be one that is set apart to the point that, guess what? Folks know you ain't the same. If they still see you the same, something's wrong. The, this means, the means of this sanctification, this sanctified work, is God's truth. And the truth is communicated in the word to get into our hearts and our mind and change your thinking, resulting into a new way of living. You can't be double-minded. Saved today, don't want to be saved tomorrow. Come on now, we all been there. Man. But guess what? That's why Paul said you got to put up a press. You got to fight the good fight of faith. Why do you think he wants you to fight a good fight of faith? Because guess what? Your flesh, your flesh is going to always flare up and try to take you back. And it's whatever you give your mind over to the most, your spiritual side or your flesh side, you going back. We are to be set apart for the honoring of God that saved us. We're supposed to be wearing salvation as a, as a badge of honor. Amen. We should not be ashamed of the faith that we have. We should not be ashamed of the life that we live. We're supposed to be wearing this new life as a badge of honor. Our life should be dedicated to the discipleship in Christ Jesus. Oh, there's so many folks that are trying to convince you that this sanctified life takes out all the bones. 
yourself and you'll convince yourself a little bit won't hurt. But the scripture said a little leaven leavens the whole lot. So it's not about what your flesh said, but it's about what the word of God said. Necessary 
them and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now check out verse 15. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attended unto the prayers that is made in this place. God got a designated place where he want to hear from you in order for you to hear from him.
second verse of Acts 20 says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. You ain't got that yet. You still in the building mode. Come on, somebody. We got to be built up in Christ Jesus till the day we leave him. And give your and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. You mean to tell me that the Lord said, if I'm not sanctified, then uh, my inheritance might be in jeopardy? That if I'm not set apart, I'm not going to be a part of the inheritance of them that are sanctified. So guess what? Sanctification has a very important part in our life. Amen. Paul committed them first to God. He gave them to the Lord. And my brother, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge and in his trust in you to his protection and his care. And then he turned around and said, I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsel and promises of his unmerited favor. We got too much going for us to lose out right now. You are already in the care of God. You are already in his grace of his, of his unmerited favor. Because you know we didn't deserve it. We didn't earn it. Because we had faith and belief and we, we, we worked on executing our life to be sanctified. God gave us his unmerited favor. This way is vital to your growth, which able to build you up. Mm. We didn't come into this thing sitting on top of the mountain. We came here uh, as a babe, and as time went on, we progressed and grew day by day. But if you stop eating in this way, your growth will stop as well. We are built up on the foundation of Jesus Christ and God, the great master builder, the God of might. You don't know where you are sitting in the presence of the master builder. You got a great opportunity to receive from the great master bill. <laughs> Through trust in God is essential for you to be built up in God, the great master bill. Oh, he can put you together just like he wanted if you can stay in the pool. <laughs> there was a saying that the old pastor used to say. God will pull you through 